What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 62. We're going to start this thing out with the number one song from my 2022 Spotify wrapped Love by Keisha Cole. Oh, yes. If you know this song, it's because I've played it before on other episodes. And it happens to be the song that I am going to get married to. Guaranteed, hands down. If you know me, you know that when I have my mind on something and I make my mind up, it's it's going to happen. And, oh, we're just going to let this thing soak in. Just imagine me and oh, my future wife on the dance floor to this song. Back and forth, dancing. And then all of a sudden, I just spin her around. Everybody, all the my whole family, her family, everybody's just crying. Oh, this is the. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop talking for a second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna light a candle real quick to really set the mood up in this thing. Oh man! Hit those notes, Keisha. Get this candle lit. Y'all hear that crackling? There we go. Isn't that nice? Some of y'all are struggling out there right now, man. And y'all just need some of that feel-good stuff right now. And just, just tune out all of life troubles with the soothing voice of Keisha Cole. Yes. I'm gonna get a copyright strike from YouTube, but I don't care cause I, 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 I love this song and I want to love it too. Uh, uh. Oh, we gotta stop there. Oh, that song is four minutes and 15 seconds of heaven. I listen to that song every single night on my way home. I'm gonna blow this candle out. That that literally, this candle was just for the beginning portion of this song. That was literally it. Just that was it, that's all it was for. I I didn't want to have it have it on during the whole time. It's one of those crackling wood wick candles, and it, it's nice, but but you know, there we go. We're, we're gonna have that thing ha- hanging up there. The lava lamp usually is up there but i forgot to turn the bad boy on and that thing takes at least an hour for it to so we're putting the candle up there as the substitute for this episode but yeah four minutes and 15 seconds of just it's the good and the bad keisha cole comes through with love and that's why it was my number one song on my spotify wrapped uh next to that was eminem uh on fire that was the it, it, the song's called "On Fire" by Eminem from his recovery album. 
Uh, and so if you're white and you come from a divorced family, <laughs> Eminem's already in that playlist, baby. You know what's up. Shout out to my divorced people that come from divorced families. I am not divorced um, yet. Uh, and uh, I hope not to be. <laughs> I say yet like I plan it, but no. Keisha Cole is going to keep us forever, okay? Because that song right there is the glass slipper of songs for me. You know, that Cinderella glass slipper, Keisha Cole love. Like, I I know I will find the one whenever she goes, Dawson, yes, we can dance to that song on our wedding. I'm like, we can? Because usually, I, I've what I've noticed is, is from friends and stuff is, uh, because my friends, have, uh, um, most of them are married. Um, and what I mean most of them, I say most of them, like I have a lot of friends. I have like three dudes that I consider, you know, pretty, pr- pretty, pretty good guys, you know, pretty, pretty up there. You know, we've grown apart a little bit, but uh, some, some good friends that I've was raised with and uh, two of them are married now. One of them is in a very serious relationship and what, you know, they've shown me is girls really take over that wedding, but dude. I'm I'm coming back. The guys are bringing it back. Okay, if you I I love a good wedding. I'm planning this wedding as well. I'm not just gonna sit back like my friends have been and just let the girl take over. I'm gonna come in as well. I'm gonna want I want a wing fountain. Oh yeah, Dawson, that's stupid. No, it's uh, no. You bring the girl brings the things that she likes. I bring the things that I like. We come together and that's the wedding. That's what it's supposed to be. That's how it is in my head. It's not going to just be the girl takeover. Okay, I'm going to have a hot sauce fountain and a blue cheese fountain. And then for the people who just like ranch and want to make fun of me for having blue cheese, we'll have that fountain as well. But it's going to be over in the corner where you belong. Okay? It's going to be blue cheese all day at my wedding, son. And then we're going to have the hot sauce fountain and then we're just going to have wings. Traditional. Bone in. We're not going to get that boneless in here. Get that out. The scraps. Are you kidding me? Like the oh, poor excuses for pop. It's just basically popcorn chicken. That's all it is. But I'm going to have that at my wedding. I'm going to have this song I'm going to dance to. That's, those are the two big things. That's as far as I've gotten. And I have those written down. And so I'm just waiting for that. Waiting for my Cinderella. So I can slip on that glass slipper. As soon as it. Keisha Cole. She's like, yeah, I vibe with it. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Episode 62. I got some news. You know, it's towards the end of the year. Uh, and uh, I just want to I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. If you're new to listening, thank you for tagging in. You know, I'm glad that you found it. I'm glad it was recommended to you. Um, and uh, the people who have just been longtime listeners, this is going to be also encouraging for you to keep this thing going. And, and I don't know, I'm just super stoked. It like the Spotify recap of my podcast. Uh, it let me know that my podcast went up 70% in listeners this year, 70%. And, uh, that's honestly a blessing. I didn't know that many people, and it went up that much and I didn't know that many people really listen. I like, I kind of look at statistics sometimes, but like I put these out here because who knows, maybe three people listen and it's like awesome to me because cool, you know? You want to listen to my thoughts, <laughs> uh, but also, you know, I want to, I want to revamp it a little bit because the last I Heart podcast is a little bit of a long name. Y'all, do y'all get where I'm going with this? Yeah. I changed the name. I changed it. 
Uh, if you've already noticed already, it's I'm already putting it. It's already implemented. It's announcements. If you'd like to keep up to date with where I'm performing next, please follow me on all social medias, which will be linked in the description, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, as well as my email will be in the description. And that is for if you would like to send me a funny story, just anything, anything, and it might make an appearance on another episode of Doss's Crick. Who knows? Also, if you think I would be a potential booking uh, and you need an entertainer, you know, that's why the email is there for as well. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for supporting this podcast and continue with the episode. I do, I know. It, round of applause. There we go. 70%, up 70%. We're changing the name, new marketing strategy. And I, I think we could have had more listeners uh, if the name wasn't so long. I understand that. I know a lot of names. Um, uh, like with podcasting and stuff, it's usually catchy, quick, uh, to the point. And I, I th- thankfully I have business cards because I hated explaining how to find my podcast. Uh, people would always like to add it in to my name for some reason. They were like, "Oh, did you mean did Inglehart? Is that what it is? Uh, the the last Inglehart podcast? No, Igel. Don't don't add it in in there." That's probably why you couldn't find it. Uh, I know my last name sounds like I should have been born a dictator, you know, so it's just like not really, really nice to the ears wanting to, you know, listen. Um, and so it's not really nice to the ears of that name. And so, um, you know, I need, I needed to revamp, but I didn't really know what I wanted to change the name to. So I just kept it for the longest time because I was like, dude, I, I got to take this name to the grave. You know, I'm the last Iglehart I am. I'm the last male take on my last name. If you were new to the podcast, there you go. Uh, no one else has my last name. No cousins, no nothing. It's just me. And I um, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Hopefully, I can uh, find my Cinderella. You know, that, that song, you know, find that, you know, whatever. So be it. If not, you know, I'm going to take the name to the grave. I'm going to you know, have that tree chopped down and I'm going to be the last face on there, son. I'm all ready for it. But uh, the thing is, though, is I changed it to Dawson's Creek. The reason being is, is it's a playoff of Dawson's Creek uh, for the younger listeners, because my listeners are mostly probably around my age, 22 to 25, somewhere in there. I don't know. They're, they're in the low to mid 20s and they don't know what Dawson's Creek is. I didn't know what Dawson's Creek was and I had to look it up. Uh, it was a TV show back in the late 90s, um, and it was called Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I didn't really look all into it that much. Uh, it just looked like a, 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 just it looked like Friends. That's really what it did. It looked like a a, a version of Friends, uh, and and everybody that I would tell them my name is Dawson, and a lot of the people who I do comedy with uh, are in their mid 30s. Um, and they'll come up to me and they'll be like, oh, so your name's Dawson. So, oh, like Dawson's Creek. Did your mom get it from Dawson's Creek? Did your did, did you get named after Dawson's Creek? Why is it that that's the only name that they do that to you? There's no other name, you know. Oh, oh, your name's John, like John the Baptist. Is that, did you get your name from that? Is that what it was? No, no. My name's just Dawson. My mom got it from a book of names. And she just, there you go, boom, picked it. It's not from Dawson's Creek. 
but it's going to be great for marketing because everybody uh, wants to take a guess in Gander that they, and so I'm just fell with it. And I did Crick uh, because there's just a playoff on it. Uh, maybe probably for some copyright reasons. I don't know if I can get sued for just using Dawson's Creek and using it as a podcast name, but I'm assuming I could, uh, if this podcast ever took off. Uh, also usually podcast names take a spin off on other names of movies and other things like that. So I did Dawson's Creek and that's a Southern word for Creek. Also, I've come to learn that it's also uh, just a small creek. A creek is a small creek. And so it's also used for that as well. Um, but it's just a play off of that. And so Dawson's Crick it is. So welcome everybody. Episode 62 of Dawson's Crick. <laughs> the first the first official episode of the name change. But uh, it's, yeah, from now on, the last Cycle Heart podcast, I don't even think you remember the name anyways. I don't think anybody has. So you can just forget about that. Uh, tell everybody now, look up the podcast, Dawson's Crick. Um, speaking of Dawson, I, um, my name's not really popular uh, that I've, that's what I've known. And I think that's probably why people correlate it to Dawson's Creek because that's the only way where they've heard it at. Um, but I found out, um, recently because I switched banks that my, uh, banking lady, she was helping me with my checkings and my savings. And she told me that, uh, she was like, Oh, well, that's cool that your name's Dawson. Well, I named my daughter Dawson and it's spelled exactly the same. I didn't know how gender fluid my name was. Um, I didn't know that girls could have the name Dawson. Uh, I didn't know it was that very popular of a name. I'm not saying that it's bad. You know, Dawson, you know, girls can be named Dawson. That's cool. You know, go for it. Um, But I found out the reason why she named her daughter Dawson was because of application reasons. Like, let's say, for example, she was applying for, like, she graduates college and she applies for a job. And, you know, um, with with this whole, like, thing of, like, uh, the... um, the wage gap, you know, I, th- I think that's what she was aiming for. She's like, yeah, with like, you know, women not getting paid as much as men or getting the same jobs as men, maybe, you know, they'll see my daughter's name is Dawson, whatever. And they'll be like, oh, that's a man. And they'll see the credentials and then they'll get her into the interview. You know, maybe that would be an easier way to get a job. That's what she told me. And I told her, look, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm not a political guy. I try to stay in my lane. Okay. I, I don't know what, what we're fighting for. But I, what I can tell you is is that the name Dawson has gotten me nothing except for a ton of Dawson Creek jokes. And that's it. <laughs> it has gotten me nowhere. I've never applied and someone's been like, oh, yo, your name's Dawson? You get the job just because your name's Dawson. I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. So, and, and I think it depends, like if you were going to go that route, if you should have been like, okay, cool, I'm going to pick the name I'm going to pick my daughter's name according to what best fits for what job she wants. I want my daughter to be a doctor. So pick a good doctor name. I don't know if Dawson is a good doctor name. Uh, so that's something to think about next time, you know, and maybe she'll change her name, but maybe that's maybe not. But, you know, I hope the name Dawson brings her many job applications, job opportunities. Um, since I had the name first, I, I would like, I like fair share in that too, credit, you know, um, but 
you know, I hope all the best. But yeah, Dawson's Crick. That's that's the that's the new podcast name. Let's go. <laughs> I and I love it. I uh, speaking of the bank, yeah, I got roasted, roasted by the bank. Not her, but the bank that I was switching from. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, you know, I don't want to give them any popularity, but they're not out here in Arizona. There's no such thing as a uh, Arvest Bank out here. And so I was switching to Chase. Uh, so, you know, name dropped. That's fine. Uh, it's just easier for the storytelling. Uh, but the customer service rep told me uh, that the easiest way to transfer, because I'm trying to figure out how to transfer my funds over to my uh, new accounts. And I don't know how I did it in Austin, but it was felt like it was so much easier. Like I called them and they just transferred it over. When I called the customer service, it sounded like the guy was just like, he didn't really care. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, tell me what the easiest way, the fastest way that I can do it. Well, he goes, according to your accounts, which I knew this was about to be good. Uh, he goes, according to your accounts, um, the easiest way for you, for, for you to do it uh, would just be to go to an ATM and take out funds. You can take out $1,000 a day. Just take those funds and then just put them into your new account. And then we can close out this account. Uh, and according to what your account records show, it would only take you one day. Oh, he roasted me. Oh, that was a roast. That was a subtle roast, but it was a roast. I felt that one. He literally was just like, Dawson, you are broke. <laughs> you only have, you are B-R-O-K-E, dude. You only have to go to the ATM one day to switch over the funds. Okay, I got it. <laughs> you didn't have to rub it, rub my face in it. Arvis Bank customer service. But, and see, and that's the thing. It's like, I know I'm an adult now, and I keep forgetting that. And I I don't realize I'm an adult. I don't feel like an adult. I feel like I'm a diet adult at this point. Because situations like that, where my life is, how I act and stuff, I feel like a diet adult. And that that's what I go by. Anybody that's in this weird in-between phase, you know, when you're like low 20s, you know, you just graduated or, you know, you dropped out. And you're, you know, you're just in this weird transition phase in your life when you're younger. You're young 20s. You don't feel like an adult yet. I got a perfect term for it. You're a diet adult. You know, you, you pay your taxes. You're working all the time. You pay, you're starting to pay some bills. But yet, you know, there's some things in your life where you don't feel like such an adult yet. And so you're a diet adult. And that's what I am. If you're if you're in that club, let's go. Welcome to Dawson's Crick. <laughs> I love that name so much. It just flows off the tongue so much better. It, it just felt like a mouthful with the other one. I'm not even name it. Just Dawson's Crick. That's what it is. Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm glad. I'm glad to finally have a name that is just ah, just all all there. Oh, but. Yeah, uh, just trying to get trying to get through these moods, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Is I I had a rough weekend, and I just you know you just get depressed. You you know those roller coaster of emotions. That's what I'm in right now. I'm just trying to get through those roller coaster of emotions. And like like a candle, like a nice candle, is nice uh, because I got some piles of clothes over there that I need to take care of that I haven't taken care of in a while. 
you know, I got my room's kind of a mess. You know, you can't tell because, you know, I have only the best of the best showing and I put effort. So you should, yeah, be, be proud of me that I got out of my slumber and my slump to actually, you know, put some stuff up, you know, even though I forgot the lava lamp. (laughs) Okay. Give me some slack. But, um, yeah, I've been a little depressed, you know, I I mean, melatonin's good, but have you tried that like depression? I'm talking, get some sleep. Now you're tired. You want to sleep, but have you ever like got up and then walked around for a little bit and then just like, you know what? I want to go back to bed. That's a different kind of like sleep. You're going to catch up on some sleep with depression, man. You know, you want to cure for anxiety, depression. There we go. And it's, it's a whole different ball game. And so I've been trying to get out of that. And my mom and my sister recently came down and they already knew I've been, you know, kind of going through some stuff and I'm trying to show them like around and I'm like, look, don't go in my room or whatever. And they're like, no, well, we kind of want to see it. So I, I improvised, you know, I tried to pull the Febreze commercial, you know, I try to light this candle to kind of throw the scent off the depression trail, like where they'll like come in and they'll see the piles of clothes. They'll see some, like an unmade bed. They'll see some trash laying around a little bit and they'll, but then they'll get a whiff of that woodwick, you know, that oak and that whiskey and oak. I had to double check and make sure what it was, but they get a whiff of that whiskey and oak and go, he has his life together. He's happy. I mean, I think he's doing great. Yeah, Dawson's doing great. Yeah, they get a whiff of it and it just kind of like blocks out all the rest of what's going on in my room. And I have this theory that I think a candle, if you light it, is just going to throw off the scent of the depression trail. So go try it. Uh, I don't know if it's, it works 100%, but at least worked with my mom and my sister. It was great. Uh, and then we went and saw some Christmas lights. Um, that was fun. I love Christmas lights. That's my, that's my, like, if they weren't coming down, I would have went by myself. I, I love Christmas lights. I love what, it just gets me in the mood. I love seeing just happy faces and just people vibing and just going to see lights. Just the whole, just part of it. This hot chocolate. Oh, a nice cup of hot chocolate. Oh, it just puts you in the mm, best mood. Whipped cream on top. Feel like a kid. Oh. Christmas lights. So speaking of feeling like a kid, I I started serving. I wanted to find a find a way to serve, and I'm not really great with kids, so I wanted to challenge myself. And there was an opportunity that arose, and they were like, "Hey Dawson, do you want to?" The the church asked me, "Hey Dawson, do you want to coach kindergartners in flag football?" And I said, "Sign me up." So every Saturday, we got game day. Coach Dawson all day we're taking a team to the championship is what we're doing okay i'm making a bunch of athletes out there i i sat on the bench all throughout high school and stuff but i'm gonna make some athletes all right and these kindergarten kids i i didn't i was kind of nervous at first because i didn't really know what to you know think of it i didn't know really i kind of overthought it a little bit you know I went in there with some game, like some game plans dr- written up and stuff, and I just knew it wasn't going to work immediately. Those guys don't even know how to hike a ball. You got to tell them to run the opposite direction. Like, no, hey, the your touchdown's this way. Go this way. And the whole goal with that is just, just to tire them out enough to where they take a good nap, 
and they go like they want to take a good nap when they get home. That that's success. They just want to see their kid run with a ball, and they get so t- exhausted that they just tell their parents like, "Hey, I want to take a nap." And they're like, "Man, I love Coach Dawson. Thank you for just wearing my kid out to where he just wants to go to sleep now." I love coaching. It, it's fun playing some flag football, man. And then. <laughs> They all want the ball, man. They all want the ball. You you have to give each and every one of them the ball. If you don't give them a fair opportunity, oh, they'll let you know. Dawson, he has had the ball more than I did. Well, then maybe run better. Okay? I handed you the ball twice in a row. And you went around the corner and you just stopped. I handed you the ball. And then you went the opposite direction. At least he goes the correct way. And he's fast. He's got wheels. I'm kidding. I'm not that, you know, harsh on them. But they get what I mean. They all get their fair share with it. I give them the pigskin. Give give them their chance to shine. This one kid, though, he hated getting his flag torn off. He hated getting it. I have this kid on my team. He hates getting his flag torn off. Hates it with a passion. Every time, like he'll get around the corner, he'll go 50 yards. 50 yards. He'll almost make it to the touchdown. He'll go far. Get his flag ripped off at the last minute. He'll cry. Every time he got his flag taken off, he just balls. Like, like that. that's what gets him crying. Is his Just every time his flag just gets torn off, it's just, it's the end of the world. He comes back to me, he's just bawling. He's like, he tore my flag off. I was like, that's flag football. I'm sorry, kid. I don't make the rules. Put your flag on, and let's just do it again. Maybe you'll get to the touchdown. Even when he gets to the touchdown, some kid pulled his flag off. He started crying again. I was like, you made a touchdown. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? It's not that big of a deal. It's just a flag. One time I, one time he was crying. I was like, man, dude, I'm going to give you the ball this time. And you're going to run around the corner. And it's going to cheer you up. And, and at this point, he was crying hysterically. And he was like, <laughs> you know, doing one of those like uh, where he was trying to catch his breath because he was crying so hard. And so I gave him the ball. And it was, it was funny. It was hilarious. It was a sight to see. I've never seen a kid cry as he was running and made a touchdown. And he was crying, like he was upset crying, not crying tears of joy. Like his parents were clapping and everything. And he was just, <laughs> just holding the football as he was, he went to the touchdown and made it. And he was still crying about the play before when he got his flag pulled. Just nothing made that kid happy. <laughs> but, you know, uh, those kids are fun. Those kids are there. There's something else. I, I love me. I love me coaching some flag football. It, 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 the kids are so innocent minded. That's what it is. The big thing is, is kids are just so innocent minded. They've never had any ounce of pain really in their life other than getting their flag stolen. That's it. That's all. That's all. And, and, and to me, that's, I'm like, like, oh, actually, no, my favorite part, I'll be honest, my, because their minds are just the littlest things bring them joy. And it, and I, I see why, you know, you know, you know, I see why people want to have kids, you know, so quick and so soon. It's because like you could just see the innocence in them and the littlest things bring them joy. And just, you, you know, you're around them and you're just like, oh, and you just like forget about everything. And 
they got me, dude, they got me having, like, doing grass angels with them, like, making grass angels in the, in the grass, man, like, we were, we had practice on Wednesdays, and they were all telling me, they were like, hey, Dawson, Coach Dawson, can we, can we just make grass angels, I said, we could do that the last five minutes of practice, and they, you know, they ran, they did their thing, last five minutes of practice, guess what they did, we all did grass angels, baby, Making grass angels. Did I feel like a kid? Yes. Did I have grass stains? Oh, I did. I brought them back to their parents with plenty of grass stains. They're like, what happened? I said, we were having, we were making grass angels, baby. Just in the grass. It was, it was beautiful. So I love my team. I love coaching kindergartners. It brings me joy. You know, because in previous episodes, if you listen to my past podcast, it's just like, I'm not good with kids. I can't relate with kids. And now all of a sudden, like, God gave me this opportunity and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take it. I want to grow. And I could just see God moving in me. Like, this isn't so bad, is it Dawson? I'm like, you're right, God. It really wasn't that bad. It's kind of cool. Actually, you know, I, uh, this is, you know, this is kind of fun. <laughs> so making grass angels, it was great. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do, do some more things. I got some goals. Like that was my, one of my goals. Uh, comedy is always a goal, uh, of mine. I, um, you know, I, I got big goals with that. I, I recently to kind of, you know, I did a spontaneous thing. I took a day trip out to LA. It's only six hours away. So I went six hours there and six hours back. I signed up for an open mic at the Laugh Factory, and I was pumped. I was hyped. I'd never been to L.A. before, uh, and I drove all the way out there, and uh, it was it was cool going there. Um, but, I mean, L.A. is different, man. L.A. is crazy. This is a whole different vibe, whole different. Like, it's, it's night and day from what I was raised like, and it's, uh, like, especially in the comedy scene, like, in Phoenix, you know, they're more receptive, at least to me, they're more receptive to where like I can at least talk to them. We can have a conversation and we're like, you know, um, it's not just all bit like treating comedy like it's just, oh, hey, we're here. We're comics. We can't be friends kind of thing and laugh and whatever. That's how L.A. is with the L.A. comics. I got in line. I was trying to talk to them and stuff and they were all business. They were like, who are you? Do I want to talk to you? I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry, man. I was like, man, we're performing at the Laugh Factory. And they were like, yeah, it's just the Laugh Factory. And to me, the Laugh Factory is like the, a museum. Because all, all the greats got their start there. And I got to perform on the same stage as like some of the greats in comedy got to perform at. And to them, it's just another open mic. They're like, ah, it's okay comedy stores right down the street they get to see some like famous comics and now it's like well yeah hey the comedy the comedy stores right down the road you know you get to see some famous comics right yeah it's what it is i'm like you don't you don't care do you like comedy or are you just trying to like what do you what do you look at this as because i think that's pretty sick i think everybody in la is just really jaded you know i've never seen so many rich people just like money doesn't buy happiness. And if you want support for money doesn't buy happiness, go to LA. I have never seen so many pissed off people driving Ferraris. 
Like I can only imagine what their problems are. Just <sighs> Brad Pitt didn't take out his trash cans today. It's ridiculous. I I have to get on to him all the time. I just I he living by Brad Pitt is so annoying. He just never takes his trash cans in. I'm like okay, like L.A. is the only place where the homeless look happier than the people who have homes. Just, I mean, they, they're they nicer. Every, like, the homeless people are nicer there and stuff. It's just, it's weird. It's, it's just a whole different, it's beautiful there. You know, it looks like Grand Theft Auto. But it's just, people are very jaded. Very jaded there. And so, you know, I took a day trip out there. I came back. And, uh, you know, I don't know. They, they weren't really receptive to Christians either. I'm, I'm pretty sure people still stone Christians out there in L.A. L.A., they're just, they probably, they probably still do. I wouldn't be surprised. So, I gotta be careful if I'm ever going back to L.A. So, uh, I see why people are moving out of that, uh, out of California now. <laughs> For sure. Please like, subscribe, comment. And share if you have time. God has been blessing the stand-up. He's been blessing a lot of stuff. But, yeah, well, well, Dawson, didn't you mention earlier about how depressed you were? Yes. Okay. It's, I wasn't, I'm not like that crazy, but it's like, a, it's a roller coaster. You know, it's, it's like what I've been saying uh, I, I said it last episode, you know, you're going through the roller coaster of emotions. Uh, one minute things will be fine. One minute things will not be. And, you know, God's been teaching me a lot through that. Uh, one main thing is, is to constantly lean on him. You know, I know a lot of people out there right now are going through some depression, going through some depression times, you know. And the biggest thing that I could tell you is, is just from my own experience lean on Jesus because how are you going to handle these situations? You know, are you going to lean in, lean on Jesus and push through and become bigger out of it and be able to help to relate other people, uh, through going through the same things. And the thing is though, too, is, 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 is like, it's a lot easier said than done for sure. Because I've been told that all the time. Well, Hey Dawson, are you leaning on Jesus? I'm like, yeah, Dude, it's so hard. It is so hard. I get it. But I promise you, you know, I've been pinned in a corner here. And God is like, yo, (laughs) you are going to have to lean on me to get through this. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I have nobody. (laughs) So it's like, hey, Dawson, you're going to have to lean. And so push through. Pursue. Like, God's got you. God loves you. I love you. Dude, email me. Feel free. I'm free to talk, man. Like, seriously, I love all my listeners. I would love to listen to your emails, read your emails. I'm I'm praying for y'all. I'm praying for everybody. You know, we need to all pray for each other, encourage one another. Like I said, I mean, like we just such lack of encouragement in the world, especially in Christianity. Like we're supposed to encourage one another and love one another. And there's just not enough of that. And I notice that there's not enough of that. And it's just so, so sad to see. Um, and it's, and we, we need to do that. We need to be better about that. I need to be better about that. And so, yeah, that, that's just from a little bit from the Holy spirit, you know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm always going to be here for my listeners and stuff. So I would love to, you know, my email is going to be in the bio. And you can always, or DM me. That's going to be in the bio too. Message me, whatever. Like, I would love to, you know, be here for y'all. Listen to what y'all are going through because we're all in this together. You know, the world is crazy, you know, and with Jesus, it makes it all better. And also, I process things through humor. You know, like like the way that I joke sometimes, I feel like the way that I joke sometimes just makes people awkward and I love it, especially Christians, because I don't know if they think that if they laugh at it, that it's going to be some bad, bad voodoo and something in their life is going to happen that way or... You know, it, it, like if I make a joke about my dad or I make a joke about depression, all of a sudden like, oh, they got to cover their mouths. And I'm like, oh, you just stop. <laughs> You're no better. You know you want to laugh. Okay. You know you want to laugh. But count those blessings. That's the big thing. Count those blessings. All right. I haven't done that in a minute. We're going to count those blessings. Okay. You count, you count yours with me. Number one, we can all agree on that. The number, the first one is that we're alive. Well, Dawson, really? Like, is that a blessing? Yes, it is a blessing. Well, Dawson, I don't really feel like right now that it's a blessing in my life to be alive right now. I don't really count that as a blessing. Well, you should. Because you could not be here. But now that you are alive, you have a purpose. Everybody has a purpose when they're alive. Everybody has a purpose. And so, it. And the thing is, though, is I wish, I, I wish I could tell you you know, exactly, you know, I, I wish I got a pamphlet for life, you know, I wish God would just come down something like I've, I've, I've prayed about that. I've prayed, God, just come down, give me this pamphlet, you know, give me, give me, give me a port, give me just a pamphlet of Dawson's life. And I could just like flip through it like a brochure and just flip through it. Just be like, all right, cool. That's what I got get to expect. All right, cool. That's what I'm going to be doing. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Because I can't, then I can't argue with it. Um, you know, I can't have any disputes. It's just like, that's what's going to be. But then I'm looking at it the complete wrong way. You're not going to get a cheat code to life. God's not going to, because you have, God has blessed us with the power or not power, but the, the, the availability of choice. We get to choose, we get to choose to follow him. We get to choose what we do with our lives. And, um, and, and when you really understand that, you can do anything. As long as you're glorifying God in it, you can do anything. Go for it. Go do go do something. Within reason, you know. If it's glorifying God, bro, how is he going to argue with that? And that's the thing that was really hard for me to understand for the longest time. Was it's like, there's just no way that, that comedy could be something that like a Christian can do, you know, there's just no way that I can glorify God in, in comedy. Like, and, and like I got in this mindset where I was trying to trick myself, like there's just no way like God, you know, I'm looking at him like this powerful being and this loving and mercy and stuff like he can't be funny. You know, there's no, hu- God's funny. He, he, he's made me with this desire. He's made me how I have, how I am. He's blessed me with a gift and I want to use it to glorify him. He's got humor. I'm ready for it. You know? And I I am ready. I'm I, you know, I'm ready for Jesus to come back. You know, I'm ready. Uh, but I would love first 
before Jesus comes back. There's some things that I do want to get get off my get off my list. You know, there's every everybody has something that they want. Like, okay, cool, Jesus can come back, but I would like to do these things first. Uh, my one thing is, is I would like to get through the whole Bible. <laughs> That's literally, I mean, like Dawson, really, like every Christian needs to read the whole Bible. Look, be honest with yourself, okay? Okay, be honest. Okay, how many books have you actually read? Christians, how many books have you actually read of the Bible? Be realistic with yourself, okay? I'm going to give you, like, take out a piece of paper, write down all the books of the Bible, and check the ones that you've read through, okay? I've read 19 of 66. I'm just going to call it out there right there, right now. I'm just going to say it how it is. I've read 19 of the 66 books. I know I got some catching up to do. But that's my goal. I want to get through all the books of the Bible. I got to go back to that OT, that Old Testament. You know, there's some of them, there's just some stuff in there that's hard to read. Okay. It's repetitive, you know, but you know, we, we it, it all has a purpose and I'm at 19 of 66. It was kind of convicting for me. It was actually really convicting for me when I found out that I was only at 19 of 66 and and according to my accelerated reading test, I don't know if you took those in high school or if you had those in high school. Um, but yeah, a little book test. You take, you know, you take a, you know, you read a book, you take a test over and you get these points. And then, you know, um, you, you, how many ever points that you get is what your grade is for the class for reading and stuff. And so we had, they called AR, accelerating reading points. And according to that, I graduated with a first grade reading level. Uh, my senior year just graduated with a first grade reading level and you know a, a, the bible is like 34 dr seuss books that's what i'm trying to get at and that's a lot to read okay if you're at a first grade reading level 34 dr seuss books that's a lot of ar points and um but that's my goal that's what i want to read i want to get through the whole bible uh every, everybody <laughs> every christian should want to get through the whole bible but it's Man, 66, man. I'm at 19. So be praying for your boy. I'll be praying for you. Okay. Be honest. Okay. I know. I know. Sometimes you be going through a book and you're gonna be trying to check off the list and be like, "Look, I mean, I think I've read it a long time ago." No, skip it. No, you're gonna do it again. You're gonna read it again. Okay. We're gonna get through this whole book. That's that's my one thing, main thing before Jesus comes back. That's what I want to do. Um. But yeah, it's. It, it, count your blessings, man. Like one big other thing too is like, yes, God has a sense of humor. He really does. And like I found out uh, recently, I I'm joining into a Christian comedy organization. I didn't even know that's a thing, but apparently it is. It's a uh, um. It yeah. There's just it's it's something that I've been praying for since I've got here to Phoenix. It's like. Even a little bit before. I mean, I honestly haven't been praying for it consistently, but it's been what's on my heart. Like, I just was like, man, it would be really cool to find another comic that's a Christian and they have the same desires as I do to glorify God through my comedy. And God was like, yo, I'll give you a whole organization, dude. I'll give you a whole group of people that are all about it. And I'm like, all right, bet. And so... That's what these people do. You know, they go perform at churches. Um, they do clean comedy events. And I'm like, wow. And the reason why I'm telling you these things is like, I mean, I got to brag on God, dude. I got to brag on God. And also, 
I guys just got to be honest with y'all and just push through. Life's tough sometimes. Life sucks. It really does. Life just stinks sometimes. And God didn't promise us that life was going to be good. I mean, sin's in the world. I mean, what do you expect? You know, it's funny how people live their lives like, oh man, my life's just going to be completely perfect and great all the time when we live in a sinful world. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's ironic. Uh, there's going to be bad things that happen in your life. It's all depending on how you deal with it. And um, and I just say these things to count your blessings because that's really the big thing that I tend to forget about all the time is is I just forget to count my blessings. I, I There will be like seven good things that happen, but then there will be one bad thing that happens. I'll focus on that one bad thing. Like, why did that one bad thing happen? And God's like, look at what else I'm doing, Dawson. What are you doing? Stop focusing on that. Okay? Give it to me. Give it. Cool. Now focus on these seven things that I did for you. These seven great things. And you're like, oh, you're right, God. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Silly old human. <laughs> I, it's just, and so that's what I'm saying. It's like, just, you, you may not see the fruit of what you're doing now. But you will see it eventually. And even if you don't see it, like, you're impacting people whether you see it or not. Like, I, I don't, like, for example, every time I go on stage and I get off stage, it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm wondering if anybody is, you know, registering in their head, like, if they're, um, if, like, like, you know, if they want to know more about God or, you know, if there's any Christians in the crowd and stuff. And Phoenix is, it's, it's pretty mixed in. It's pretty diverse. But the, the Christians are, like, pretty, like, hidden. You know, they're, like, they don't, they kind of pop out sometimes. <laughs> like, I'll give you an example. Um, the whole, the reason, the, how I found about the Christian Comedy Organization was, is one night, the, um, it was, it was last week, and I was doing an open mic, and, um, I went up on stage, uh, after this girl who is a, a, a singing comic, and she had this terrible song. I'm talking just crude song about Jesus. Just, let's just put it this way. It made me feel uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> if you're a Christian, you were in the building, it, it would make you feel uncomfortable. But you're like, all right, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they were doing. All right. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I just felt this impulse because I went up right after. I was like, I got to say something about it because I'm a Christian. And it's not like I, I had to make some big stance, but it was just like, you know, I had to say something because it just made me feel so awkward. So I just was like, I'm just going to go say something about it. And so I kind of like did a little jab, uh, at the very beginning, I was just like, Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, give it up for so-and-so. Uh, wow. They, they really, um, really jabbed Jesus hard, didn't they? They, they really went for it. Uh, I'm a Christian myself. So I, I got to listen to four worship songs now on the way home, not to only repent for what I heard, but what they said. And it, it did well. It did really, it did really swell. And, um, after the show, um, after my set, I went on and I wanted to get a video. So I paid the guy who was filming 20 bucks and that guy filming happened to be the guy that was, you know, part of this Christian comedy organization. And he asked me if I would like to be a part of it and we need to talk sometimes. I'm going to go eat with them and stuff, but dude, it's just, 
like that like you don't know what God's going to do. You you don't. And it's um it's like I just just don't beat up on yourself so much, you know? Like just don't um don't like yeah, just don't beat up on yourself so much. You know, don't don't think you have it all together because you don't. I I do that all the time. But don't, yeah, just you know, just live every day for Christ. Lean on him. And you know, he you got what I'm trying to say here is is you don't know what God's going to do. Okay? But just be ready because when he does, you're going to be like yo, this is better than what I could have ever imagined. And he's just doing that, you know, just opening doors and stuff. And it's just nuts uh, of of what he's doing. And it's just like, I, I'm so pumped up for the future because I don't know what's going to bring of it, but I can only imagine what opportunities are going to arise through this organization or through my future comedy, you know, opportunities of, you know, performing at clubs and stuff. And it's it's going to be sick. That's all I gotta say. It's gonna be awesome, yeah. So, and so I, you know, email me, man. Email me if y'all got some things that y'all want to get off y'all's chest. Please, I open up that window. Dawson's Crick, bro. Send it on over. And I would love to, if you feel comfortable, I would love to talk about it on the podcast. I won't name drop, but I'll pray about it. You know, and you know who knows? It may help another person out. So. We're just going to keep it at that. Um, we're going to end this podcast off by looking at some of my AI art. If you don't know what AI art is, um, it's this trend that's been going on uh, for like the past week. And people use this app called Linza. And um, it's the best $5 that I've ever spent. You put a photo in there and the AI generates like just a ton of photos of you and these alternate like cartoonish creations and puts you in like a western theme or a space theme and this it's just all computer generated but it puts your face plastered on it and i just want to i just want to kind of talk i mean i put it on my instagram so you probably have already seen them but i kind of want to talk about these i mean i i like to see myself in these alternate universes um or these alternate like scenarios of you know what i would be like and so I just want to kind of look at the like some of my favorite photos. Um, let's go on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it up to the side, of course, uh, for everybody to see. But I, I just want to pull it up for my for myself to kind of get a, a glimmer of it. I should have already had it pulled up, but uh, we're gonna start off. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start off with this one. Oh yes, sir. Look at that. I, I, the first thing that pops in my head is I look like Zorro, you know, I look like I would come off of Zorro. I only have one button buttoned. So you already know I'm pulling all the ladies in this, in this, um, I feel like I would be, I'm in a movie is what I feel like I would be in, man. They got the long locks, just a, whew. AI knew what they were doing with this one. I, I'm definitely the hero. I played the hero role for sure. Um, actually, you know what? I don't even think I'm a fighter. I take the Zoro thing back. I think I'm like a... Hmm. 
I'm gonna go like a like a this this is gonna be like a like a sitcom, like a little rom com thing. For sure. Like I'm in a book. I'm like a character in a book. Like a romantic book, a novel piece, boom, right there. Just that's that's what I visualize with myself on that one. Is man. That's a stud right there. That's no diet adult right there. That's a full that's a full fledged man. He's got his life together. For sure. Now for this one, AI did it, it kind of messed up my face. I'll be honest for this one. I um uh, I didn't really know what if I wanted to show it or not, but I just, you know, I just wanted to show that the AI is not perfect in all of them. And uh, I don't know what it did. It kind of stretched down. It kind of condensed my face a little bit. I look like I'm allergic to something. I have allergies. I have a little satchel on the front of me. I definitely have an EpiPen in, in this scenario, in this world. I got the turtleneck, which is nice. Um, but I look like that my worst enemy is a peanut allergy, gluten, something like that. Um, I'm, yeah, just deathly allergic to something. That's like, that's in this scenario. Um, I'm probably very intelligent, um, but I just cannot seem to fight off allergies. Um, and then we got, oh, this is my favorite one. Um, because I look like a bootleg Luke Skywalker. That's what I look like. I look like just, yeah, I look like Luke Skywalker, just just the, the bootleg version. If you got bootleg D- DVD, I would pop up. They're like, this is no, this guy looks like Luke Skywalker, but he's no Luke Skywalker, you know. Luke had a father, um, but like this guy right here, it's Luke who has no father because um, uh, mine's no longer around. <laughs> oh man that's 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 one of those that's one of those where the, all those christians right now are just covering their mouths right now i know for a fact they're listening to this and they're just like did he just um did he just make that joke i don't even know if i want to laugh it's just some bad juju no you can laugh um do i have any more that i want to show Oh, this one right here. Okay, actually, this one. Okay, so I just, this photo right here, I just got initiated into Scientology. That is what this is. Then this next photo correlates with it. This is after a few years of me being in Scientology. I have now became the head guy's right head man. You know, I've been in it for a little bit. I learned about Xenu. Uh, I'm all about, yes, so. Um, you got my Scientology side in there. I appreciate it. And then I don't know what this is. This seems like a very feminine side of me. I feel like I, um, you know, I look like I just came off a L'Oreal commercial, you know, the, like, man, look at my lips. I got that. Ooh, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm advertising some lip gloss for sure. I got the, oh man, yeah, Def, definitely a makeup commercial is what I'm promoting off of that one, <laughs> but that's all I got. I just wanted to show you a few of my pictures from the AI generated thing. I go do it. Linza, best five bucks that you're ever going to spend. Send me them, email me, DM me um, what your Linza ones are. And then next episode, I'll at the very beginning, just 
kind of throw out some of my favorites. You know, I kind of want uh, Dawson's Creek, you know, it's going to be more inclusive. I encourage the more inclusiveness of this podcast um, because I know people are listening. I know people are watching, but don't be scared to, um, to send some stuff out, send some recommendations, send a story. I don't know. Send something that you think that would be interesting for me and then I would talk about it on the podcast. I would love to talk about something that someone said on the podcast um, or someone has an interesting story or whatnot um, to correlate, you know, like any other podcast, you know, you got these famous people who get people calling in all the time and they'll say their story, they'll say their piece. I want the same feel, you know, whether it's like, hey, you know, I have this story that might help out with somebody else's relationship with Christ or it might just be some random funny story. Who knows? But I'm all about it. Send it in, link in the bio for my email, and to DM me. There you go. Slide slide in to either one. Let me know what's up. <laughs> my little Dawson Dawson's Creek friend, uh, family. You know, I'm going to still call y'all my Eagleites. Eagleites, that's what I'm going to... That's what I'm going to still call y'all, but uh, I'm going to wrap this thing up. Um, Bible verse. I have a few verses. Study the story of Jacob, Genesis 37 through 50. Um, it has really helped me through this time. Um, a, a wise lady um, turned me on to this. Uh, she's like a grandma to me. And she uh, has heard about these tough times that I've been, been having. And then so she sent me, she's like, hey, remember the story of Jacob in Genesis? And um, of course, when you're going through tough times, you tend to forget things like this. And go read it. It's chapter 37 through 50 in Genesis, and it's a sick story. Um, uh, it's just about, you know, Jacob getting betrayed by his brothers, getting sold into slavery. He ends up in an Egyptian prison. Next thing you know, he's a Pharaoh's right-hand man. You know, it's just like these whole events play out, and it's a tough time for Jacob. He can't really see into the future, but God has a plan for him. And, you know, he was going through a real, real tough time. And it's helped me a lot to kind of focus on the Lord more and lean in and be like, you know, this is normal. I'm not odd. You're not odd. You know, you weren't delivered a bad hand. There's no such thing. We're, you know, we were all delivered a bad hand in a sense because of all, because of sin just being naturally in the world. But, you know. It, that that story is a good reminder and a good motivation. So I encourage you to read Genesis 37, chapter 37 through chapter 50. I know it's a thick read, but that's going to help you uh, because I know I know there's probably a, a lot of you probably around my age that probably hasn't even cracked open the book of Genesis. Y'all probably like, yeah, I have it the, 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 the in the beginning. Yeah, that's it. That's all you know. So this will motivate y'all to get to mark off one more extra book off that list, you know get that grind going to read through all 66 you know hey update me you know we all need motivation i'm updating you on my adventure i'm on i got 19 through send me what email me dm me how many books you've read you know how many books you're reading we need to motivate each other encourage each other baby that's what that's what this is all about in dawson's creek um but i just want to thank y'all so much so so much for listening to this podcast um it i mean 
yeah, the, the Spotify recap was definitely a, a blessing uh, in in disguise because I didn't even think about it. You know, I like I said, I look at statistics sometimes and I uh, I don't really try to tend to focus on them because I'm, I don't really like to focus on the numbers because then it just kind of gets away from the genuineness, you know, uh, because in the end, I really don't care if you know, 50 people are listening to it, a thousand people listen to it, or three people are listening to it. I just know that somebody's getting it, getting out of it something, and that's really what matters. So, um, thank y'all so much for supporting the podcast. It really means a lot. Uh, my little Igolites. Um, I'm going to be ca- uh, coming out with t-shirts soon. I'm going to start the t-shirt making again. Uh, I've just been kind of out of it. Your boy's a little uh, uh, broke. But the thing is, though, is I can make a few t-shirts at a time and sell them and whatnot. So let me know uh, if y'all want a t-shirt. Uh, I'll be coming out with designs soon on my Instagram. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, just just stay in there. I know some of y'all are going through some hills and valleys, but man, enjoy the journey. It's a journey. Remember, it's a journey. Uh, I love y'all. God loves y'all. I will see y'all next week.